Oh my god. What? What? It just looks cool. Um what do you see? I mean, all I see are like the profile cards in front of me and it's saying recording on the bottom. Yeah, do you see the um No. Uh Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm not exactly stoked about it. But Mr. Krabs. I will say like uh, I kind of favor the other one simply for oh. I can at least see waveforms. Like right now, I'm like, is my computer frozen? Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would hate that. It's fine. I just want to look at my computer. I'll just okay. turn it off. Just believe it. Just get into the moment. Just know that it's happening. It's be in the present moment. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to lay next to my dog and try to oh. call her. So cute. As much as she lets me. Luna. Did you? I forgot. Did you have animals growing up? Did you have a dog? Yeah, we had a dog, Rusty, starting when I was two years old to when I was like 14 or whatever. Um, and then we have another dog, Jesse, now. So, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good amount of time. Yeah, I love dogs. I'm a dog person. Dog person for sure. That means that you enjoy fun and happiness. Wow. Totally joking. I'm totally joking. Woohoo! Woohoo! No. no, I hate fun and I hate happiness. Exactly, us dogs hate fun and happiness. <laughs> yeah, like the dog girlfriend and the cat girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, trust me, they both come with their own perks. Yeah. You think I'm more of the dog or the cat? Um, I think you're more dog. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you ever have you ever um. Have you ever, uh... Have you ever, uh... Uh... <laughs> 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 um... Did you ever cuddle with your dog, like, shirtless? Oh. No, I did not. Oh, it feels so good, dude. It's like... it's That is my bonding moment with this dog. Aw. Uh, chest like, to chest? Yeah, like, either chest to chest, or, like, me, like, little spooning her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really had dogs that like cuddle me back and I love it. And I don't blame them. There's this big giant man holding on to you. Like, That's so funny. I, yeah. And I'm really warm. So they get like, really hot. What, what is this human doing? <laughs> so um, every time I can cuddle her, it's like, thank you so much. I know this isn't your favorite, but thank you. It means a lot. Like, I, I've definitely spooned a dog. Mm-hmm. but with clothes on and i i've spooned my office dog before like in my office in the office just That's like funny. on the couch i'd fully do that too and i yeah sometimes it just takes over me and i just need to and i like lie on top of her yeah because she's a huge greyhound it's a big dog yeah she's so she just will let you do anything so i'll just lie on top of her and i'll just be like you're so out. That's really funny. And that's, then my boss will come over and be like, just office things. That's funny. That's like out of a sitcom. Yeah. My office is kind of like a sitcom sometimes. Makes sense for your line of work. Yeah, we have a joke that there's a secret camera and like we're actually the TV show mm. instead of the TV show we're making. That's a funny, that's a good fucking joke. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like the better version of having an FBI agent. Of having an FBI agent? Yeah, you know how, like, there's the joke of, oh, my FBI agent knows everything about me, and, you know. Oh, I've never heard that joke. 
oh really it's like the yeah. always watching through your phone so it's like um, yeah, I got to text the certain way. That way I make my FBI agent proud. Oh, I've never heard of that. So funny. It's really funny. Any whoozlebees? Um, <laughs> do we have anything else to talk about on the subject? Um, No, I think I'm good about spooning dogs. <laughs> cool. Let's see. What was what do you want to go into our main subject? Um, to, oh, how'd that date go with that girl, by the way? Ooh, um, yeah, so I've had two dates with her so far mm-hmm. at this point in time. Um, and you know, unfortunately, I just don't think I'm really into it anymore. Why? Cause uh I don't know. On her first date, she so she used to be a track star. Oh. Or like she used to be on the track team in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she. <laughs> she was just like that. I know, I know. <laughs> she was the best in her <laughs> class. Her her high school class. Um, she won like one race, but <laughs> she she did her hurdles. You know what that is? Yeah, I do. For the listeners who don't know what that is, it's like you have to run and jump really high over stuff. I say high, but you definitely <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe not high. Like, but like high. fast. Yeah, yeah. You gotta run and you gotta clear it. Like parkour before parkour. Yeah, pre-core. <laughs> that was dumb. Um, so we were on her roof, and she just like decided to do a hurdle for me. <laughs> Weird. Why? I don't know. She just did it. I was like, "Oh, you don't have you don't you don't have to do that." And she just like was like, "No, I'm going to do it." And ran and did a hurdle in midair, not even over anything. <laughs> I was like, "Good job!" Like I, oh. like wow. Like it was kind of cute, but then she did like a whole speech to me that she was practicing because so right now she's not working. Yeah. She hasn't had a job for a while. Oh. She's doing a speech where she's going to, like, pitch her parents and her brother to, like, pay for her to live in L.A. and, like, not work and doesn't even want to get a job just so that she can, like, write and, like, okay. pursue her dream of writing. Okay. Um, And I don't know. That's just, like, a yellow flag to me personally because I'm, like, I want, like, I'd want to be with someone that, is like at least trying to make money and isn't like completely just being like, yeah, I'm going to take my siblings and my parents' money. Yeah, being dependent. Yeah. Um, right? I No, I hear you. And also it tracks because do you remember when we had that episode where we talked about core values? Yeah. You talked about success. And one of the, your versions of success is to be like having a successful career mm-hmm. and goal-oriented like that. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, the best of anything, but definitely is successful in this career. That's something that you've said directly. Yeah. It checks out. Like, it could be a deal breaker. I think that that alone is a valid thing to be a deal breaker. That's a core value of yours. Yeah. And, like, she's a really good writer, but there's a lot of people that want to be writers. It's, like, everyone wants to be a writer. That's not true. I don't want to be a writer. Okay. But 
it, it feels like everyone in LA wants to be a writer right now in my circles. That makes sense. Oh, and then so the other thing was that she's a really picky eater. Oh, really? How so? And, like, I'm vegan, so I'm kind of picky already. But, like, she has a food aversion and a taste aversion. Okay. So, like, I brought a bunch of snacks for us because mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. And uh, she didn't really like hardly any of them because they weren't, like, the classic flavor. Mm. So she didn't want to eat them, which is fine. But I'm like, I feel like you could just not share that on a first date to be, like, nice. Yeah. But I just felt like, oh, God, like, I'm just taking L's left and right here. Yeah, that's that's pretty big. Continue. And we were originally going to go on a picnic and she was going to make this caprese sandwich for us so then when we switched to dinner i was like oh can i bring over some dinner for us like sushi or i don't know thai food Mm. and she was like oh i was just gonna make the same caprese sandwiches i was like okay fine like i guess that's kind of weird but fine um and she said it's like basically the only sandwich she eats and i was like uh, I can't eat caprese sandwiches for the rest of my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, interesting. Um, she said a friend of hers made a joke that she only really eats stuff that starts with P, like the letter P, like pizza, pasta, basically just like really basic stuff. Uh, weird. Like peanut butter. No, that that checks out. That's all. I understand why you feel the way that you do. That's so valid. Yeah. And then I took her to our second date, which was a concert. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like, I don't know, I, I was trying. I was like, oh, I can come early, earlier than 8 p.m., which was our determined pickup time. Yeah. I, like, I can come earlier if you want to, like, hang out a little bit before the concert because I have a little bit more time than I expected, mm-hmm. like, after work. And she was like, oh, I'm in the middle of writing right now. Let's meet at eight. I was like, oh, okay. So, like, I picked her up at eight, and then we went to the concert, and she was kind of complaining about the concert, like, going late. How late did it go to? Like, 10.30. (laughs) Um, But, like, it started at 8.30, and... The main act didn't go on until 9.30. Yeah. And they only played for like an hour. Yeah. So I get it, but I was like, well, I don't know. She just complained a few too many times to the point where I put my hand on her shoulder and jokingly was like, I'm so glad you're having a good time. Yeah, dude. The one thing I will sympathize with for her before I get into the other things Mm -hmm. is that I do sympathize saying like, hey, I'm still, for example, working right now. Like, this is important to me. Yeah, I understood that. So that's, like, my only thing, right? Yeah. It's, like, I understand saying I'm going to go until this time because, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but other than that, the rest of it is, like, not aligned with how we handle and or appreciate things. Yeah. And I, like, she's not drinking right now, so she... She said she was thirsty at one point. So I was like, oh, I'll get you water. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do that. I want to be chivalrous or whatever. Um, 
And I just love when I invite people on things and not even just dates, but general stuff. Mm. I just want to make sure that they're having a good time and they're comfortable. But especially like in yeah. a date setting. Yeah. 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 It's a positive experience with both of us. <laughs> yeah. Like if she was drinking, I would buy her a drink. So I was like, okay, I can buy you water. And then um, she was like, oh, no, I don't want you to because it's going to be expensive. And I was like, I don't care, you know, like whatever you want, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was expecting to pay for everything Mm -hmm. because I invited her and, you know, it's a date. And she also originally was like, yeah, I'd love to have a free concert. You know, (laughs) like I can't say no to a free concert. And then when I dropped her off, she didn't invite me inside or anything. Yeah. Kind of looked at that and like hugged me really quick and just said like, goodbye, darling. I'll see you around. And I was like, what? Okay. Kind of weird. Yeah. And then she texted me saying she had a really good time and thanks for the invite. But what should she pay me for her half of the ticket and the water and the parking structure and everything? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. I for the for the paying I can understand because I think it's like hey I appreciate you going out but I also agreed to go out and do the things. Yeah. So like for example if me and Kave went somewhere and I invited him to go with me he might still offer to pay. But it's not a date. I think it can go either way. I hear you. It's definitely more of a fun vibe for sure. Yeah, especially because in the beginning she was like, yeah, I love a free concert, you know? Yeah. 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 I was like, okay. And I said, yeah, you can throw me 40 bucks, but like I wasn't expecting you to, you know? Yeah. Oh, you even said that? Yeah. Good. I love that you said that. I really do. Oh, good. Yeah, I think that's like totally fair. It's like I appreciate it, but also at the same time, I didn't expect you to, so don't feel the need to. Yeah, but she did. And I mean, she left a little cute note on the Venmo of like an inside joke that we made that night. But still, I was like, man, yeah. eh, it's not really feeling it. And usually by a second date, I've kissed, usually I've kissed them. Oh, personally or like at least done something like held hands <laughs> valid first base first base at least get on the base true true no i'm with you yeah anyway anyway is there more you want to share with that um oh i just i'm proud of myself for initiating and asking her out yes very proud And I'm proud and I will continue to go after what I want. Fuck yeah. And be straightforward from the jump. Like I will be straightforward with my intentions. And I think that's going to lead me down the right path. How would you do that? Like instead of getting into a situationship or whatever with someone or let's say with another girl, we hang out and I'm not explicit that it's a date. Mm-hmm. And it gets into sticky territory. Yeah. So being like, no, this is a date. I'm asking you out and I want something romantic. And yeah. then just seeing what happens. 
yeah, I'm for it. I would do something very similar. Like I have. Yeah. Um, just remember, like some people aren't as intense. Well, I wasn't like I'm gonna like marry you, and I'm gonna no. we're gonna like live together. And... I hear you, and I know you would do a great job delivering it. I know you would. Your delivery would be very well. Like you told me all the ways that you talked about it. Yeah. It's not that. It's still just like a big commitment to ask someone. And On so, a date? Well, if you say like, yo, I'm serious. Like I picked you to like go out with me. Right? That's what it sounds like. It's like, yo, I, I picked you for you to potentially be a partner. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to go out on a date with someone and then wonder oh was that actually a date i hear you fully i do because it ends up easier you have more information right yeah oh someone recently said to me i love this having a crush because this is what i had on her having a crush is just a lack of information yeah (laughs) that's a funny one i like that because now i i have more information and i don't have a crush anymore (laughs) I I will say, I still have a big crush on Marie. I really do. Well, sometimes having a crush is just like you don't know really who they are yet. Yeah, you just like the idea of them. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's right, then you continue to have that crush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a crush. I had a crush. Cute. Fun. Glad I didn't implode my entire life. (laughs) Oh, dude. Oh, that was kind of stressful. While you uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, going back to so, like you're saying, like I've picked you as a potential partner, right? Right. Like that is awesome to say, and it's like a very high compliment. However, some people may hear like this person has picked me to be their partner and I didn't have like a chance in it yet. Like I don't know this person yet. I, I see that. But in my opinion, it's like I'm just asking you on a date. No, I hear you. I, I fully hear. I fully hear you. Yeah. Are you how would you put it that you're just saying like I'd love to take you on a date like that? Yeah. Just like the way I was with her. I was just like, hey, would you like to go? grab some food yeah and she was like yeah does is this a d and i was like yeah (laughs) being very direct yeah or just saying like when i asked her out for the concert oh i put it very casually because i was like my friend bailed last minute so i have an extra ticket and i'd love to take you yeah i'd love it if you went with me it's okay so having that small change it does make a big difference yeah. I hear you now. Cool. I thought you were saying like, I thought you were saying exactly to them what you're telling me. I was like, no, <laughs> no. Whoa. Like, you know, I wouldn't do that. I, I know. That's why I was so thrown. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, wait, does no one ask anyone on a date anymore? Is that no. <laughs> no, people still do that. I just assumed that it was waiting. <laughs> hey, I would like to maybe audition you for my potential partner yeah that's what i thought you were saying i was like oh my oh oh my god (laughs) i'm glad i clarified (laughs) oh 
Okay, cool. That's funny. I'm I'm back on your side, Abby. I'm completely back on your side. Okay. For a okay. second, I was like, all right, we have to have another talk about this in the future. But uh well yeah that's how the cookie crumbles you know um what about you what <laughs> what's up what about you what, what, what about you what about me oh no what's up how 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 are you oh dude oh that's such a big question abby do you want to narrow it down yeah uh what have you what something uh in the past week or actually it was just thanksgiving um uh so how was that um for you anything interesting to report interesting to report not we can move on not really all right uh actually it's not like interesting but the amount of food that was made and the amount of good food was Mm -hmm. the same amount Ooh, so it was all good it was all good made a lot of vegan dishes people Mm -hmm. it was vegan too which i was really stoked about oh wow yeah like what Made like a vegan chicken pot pie. And they didn't know it was vegan? No. Wow. Impressive. Thank you. It was very simple. What was the chicken? Like chicken? I don't know. Like fake chicken. Uh, like chicken? Chicken. That's what it is. It's like chick apostrophe. Egg. Yeah. Chicken. I love the names for all the like non-meat products. There's some funny ones for it's sure. It's like... Yeah, like just eggs. <laughs> it's just eggs. Just eggs, but it's but it's not. It's not just eggs. But it's not eggs at all. <laughs> it's quite the opposite of just eggs. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, that was Thanksgiving. <laughs> cool. Yeah, nothing like eventful. It was nice to see family, but nothing eventful. That's good. Well, what else? Let's see. I'm going to a festival this weekend, this coming weekend. Oh, another one? Wow. This, Yeah, actually, yeah. When you put it like that, yeah. How are you doing this? How are you affording this? Thank God I'm Honestly. a software engineer. Because you can afford it that way? Well, they're also like cheap, and I live a cheap life right now. Oh, true. I live true. a cheap life. I have, I have so many expenses, so. Yeah. No, I've... I've been figuring out how to cover my expenses pretty well. So. Where are you right now? Um, back in Claremont, moving to San Diego. Well, moving back down to San Diego. That's nice. What's the festival? It's like kind of a San Diego festival. Pretty small, but big at the same time. Local. Okay. But it's going to be in the desert. So, oh. But it's like locals going to the desert. That sounds fun. It is very fun, but it's also very intimidating and scary in a lot of ways for me. Why? For a number of reasons. So typically when I've been doing these festivals, it's been like a group of people that I'm pretty comfortable with. 
that I'm like either exploring or like really feel solid with, right? And this festival, the only person I know that I'm close with is Marie. And it's like her group of people in all the same space that I'm going to feel overstimulated by because I'm going to be at a festival, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just like really worried about shutting down. Really worried. Um, and you won't, you haven't met any of the others, any of her friends? Not the ones that are going that are like this important to her. Like, yeah. I've been, just things haven't been working out. And I've also been terrified of meeting some of them. Really? Yeah. Why? I want to make sure that I'm presenting myself well. Yeah. I feel a slight pressure to like everyone and to make everyone like me. An impression? Yeah. I feel that pressure, but it's not like from Marie. It's not from her at all, but it's just an internal pressure. I get that. Yeah. So that's pretty scary. Just like going and meeting your partner's friends. Like, yeah. All of them. Wow. And at a festival. I'm terrified. Oh. I've been thinking about it nonstop, dude. Holy oh. Yeah. Try, try to get out of your head about it a little bit. Or have a plan in place because you were like, I don't want to shut down. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to be on it. Have like a plan for yourself. If you feel like you're about to or whatever, then you can like calm yourself down. Yeah. I need and like your own space. Uh, one thing that my therapist helped me with was uh, reminding myself that I am an adult and I can go take care of myself. Yeah. Like when we get scared, we go into like instincts. Primal instincts. Very primal instincts. Your brain shuts off. So like having to remind myself if I'm feeling tired and like it's not going well, just excuse myself. Okay. Totally. And I know that I'm going to impress people. Hopefully I do know that I'm just worried. And you know, I don't want to make a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. There's a lot of things. Yeah, you're going to be great. Um, you're always a good impression. Thanks. So just be yourself. I feel like I have to mentally prepare. Like, I feel the need to have some backup, like, what is it called? Back pocket questions. Some pocket questions. Oh, like you have to prepare for the small talk? Yeah. Because I don't like small talk. I don't want to be like, where are you from? Yeah. Like, But yeah, but you don't want to come off as rude if you don't. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to just stand there and be like awkward and have you ask me all the questions. Yeah. And like conversation naturally ends. So. Well, the good thing is that they have each other too and the festival. So it's not going to be like all on you to provide any stimulation or entertainment. For sure. Great reminder. Yeah. And like, if the conversation ever ends, you can just be like, okay, now I'm going to go back to like dancing to the music. True. And but that's the other part is like, I don't know what the music exactly is. Because what I, oh. in my brain, there's two parts. It's either EDM or not all EDM. Oh. Yeah. You don't know if it's an EDM festival or not? No. 
I don't. I've never been to any of these festivals. Like these are like. Does she know? Recurring festivals. I haven't asked because the lineup just came out today. Oh. And I just haven't like checked any of their music. Yeah. Check some of their music. Um. There's a lot of things I just don't. I know nothing. Yeah. I know nothing. I don't even know like how big or small it's gonna be. I feel like doing some more research. And doing the, like going through the lineup will, might make you feel better because you can prepare in some way. Yeah, I should talk to Marie about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I'll do that. Are you going to be sleeping there? Yeah, it's it's in the desert camping. Wow. It's Friday through Sunday. It's full on. Yeah, it is. It's like a mini Burning Man, almost. <laughs> if you just like have the idea of Burning Man as like a whole like yeah festival in the desert (laughs) yeah that's it yeah it's like a weekend festival in the desert that's what this is mini coachella yeah i don't yeah i think it's gonna be tiny like maybe a thousand people oh maybe two thousand i don't know i don't know it could i don't know i have no idea it could be just like a few hundred people i don't know so We'll stay safe out there. Bring water. Well, yeah, I'm going to be cold. I'm glad you're going to be with Marie again. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Not living with Marie in San Diego. Yeah. But just like that you're going to be hanging out again in person. Yeah, but it just feels weird because like my only time in San Diego has been living with Marie. Yeah. So you're going to be moving back to San Diego soon? Yep. Thursday. And then living where? Like by yourself? No, I'm going to be living in a home with three other people, which I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about these women, dude. Nice. Yeah. I remember being there one day for dinner. I was like, I just want to be here all the time. But I know that that's weird. Mm. And I don't exactly have like a strong excuse to be here. So- it now, out. Yeah, now I have a strong, a very strong excuse to be there. So they have an open room or what? Yeah, one of the girls moved out. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't really need to know. So, okay, they're just like, yeah, my room's open. Oh yeah, and they like posted on social media, which I responded to, and I just, wow, yeah, it's great. I'm really stoked about it. I'm really, 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 really stoked about it. Why do you like them so much? Um, it's just like they all understand polyamory, and like one's a therapist and started her own company with another person about non-monogamy therapy and like ketamine treatment and all these things. Like, she's a badass. The like, are they the ones that you've talked about on social media? 
Yeah. No, they're the ones that made it the the packet that we talked they about. They are? You're going to yeah. be living with them? I'm living with one of them, yeah. That's so crazy. It's insane. Oh, my God. You manifested so hard. I don't know what happened. I, I'm shocked. Yeah. So I'm, like, really stoked about that. I'm just wow. like, wow, I live with this person. Like, this wow. is insane. Yeah. And she owns the home and the whole thing. I'm like. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, really excited about it. And then another woman who works for her, and she's really cool. Like, once I met her, I was like, I want to be around you. And she's going to be there. And then another girl that I don't really know, but I met and I can get along with very well. Mm -hmm. Very much literal, like us, and direct. Uh, So, we'll be good. And And then... On top of all that, there's three dogs. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking stoked. A dog for every human, almost. Yeah, it's either two or three dogs, but like I'm. It's a good ratio. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked, mate. Yeah. Mm. And it's good, like they know about polyamory a lot. Obviously, they're like experts, right? Literally. Yeah. Can you tell them about this podcast. I don't think I have. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's just funny because we've like talked about their work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's hilarious. Holy shit. That's so funny. How long will you be there? Until I leave for Spain, like middle of next year. Whoa, that's a long time. Yeah. I mean, I'll be like in East Asia for like a few weeks to a month, somewhere in there. Yeah. But I'm gonna keep the spot. Nice. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm. I'm really freaking stoked. Nice. How are you feeling about polyamory? Polyamory is hard. I'm feeling a lot of emotions lately. Mm. A lot of like being scared. And like also one thing that I'm really trying to do is like give space because I need space and Marie needs space. But also it's just like going from talking to them all the time to not is really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really, really hard. Having that separation anxiety. That too. Yeah. Like they like they lead into each other, of course, but yeah. yeah. Like just not having that person all the time. Yeah. Shock to the system. That's so valid. Right? Is that what you're kind of talking about? Yeah. Not so much like the not being able to talk to them and not being the same. Mm-hmm. Like that, but just like mine's just like missing them, right? Right. Which is hard. Which is hard and scary to be like, yo, I love you. Please come back because I know you love me too. Right? It's, again, like having to choose all the time. Like choose your partner all the time, right? Right. So it's just been kind of scary to like leave it up to that. Like leave it up to that? What do you mean leave it up to 
not knowing if they're going to choose you all the time. Yeah. But I feel like you have to have a certain level of trust that they are going to. Like, you shouldn't always be on edge that you're, they're going to. And it's that that's the other thing, too, is that it's not that she's ever done anything to make me feel this way. Right. It's just personal, don't know where it's coming from kind of emotions. Anxious attachment? Yeah, but like something deep in there. Mm. Like my rational brain's like, bro, remember, like detach. Like don't be as connected. Not yeah. like from her, but like detach the emotions from the good ones. Interesting. Like your mind is kind of making you avoidant. Is that what you're saying? No, it's trying to like, you know, there's a range from anxious to avoidant, right? And secures in the middle. Yeah. I'm trying to like detach from being so anxious. From like oh. saying, instead of worrying, being like, I'm happy that this is happening. Mm, that's good. Yeah, it's it's hard though. It's really hard. And I don't know how well I'm doing. Well, it it is hard. Um kind of reminds me of like when we were talking about love without attachment in one of the episodes <laughs> and just practicing that. I don't know if that'd be helpful. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Biologically. Mm-hmm. It's like we want to be attached. We want to be close because it's safe to have our pack around us, you know? Yeah. I'm just like vulnerable, right? Yeah. My body doesn't like it. Ugh. Like, I'm not jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm comparing. That's what I'm Oh, doing. interesting. I'm like, I have to remember that I give something different than this person. Mm, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. That one's hard to remember. That one's really hard to remember. And I like- It is. I do remember, but it's still just like- really grappling with it my brain hurts sometimes oh wow i feel like i just had an epiphany or something you want to share that's a really good way to think about it with polyamory like instead of being like oh well if they have them like why do they need me Mm -hmm. why would they want to hang out with me it's like oh i'm one of one and they choose me because I'm different and like we have different interactions, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we have something special. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's a good reminder. I'm happy to hear that. It's really hard to be to like keep that self worth though. Yeah. Yeah. Like before you you were like, God just remember, just say their name, like Marie likes me. Yeah. To myself. Say that. Really likes me. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. So, it's good. Thanks, Abby. All right. Well, we can touch on the one penis policy. Sure. 
do you want to describe what it is? Yeah. So my understanding of that is it's like a term used in non-monogamous relationships that is um, like a rule that... Uh, We're going to assume that it's a heterosexual relationship, a typical yeah. slightly open heterosexual relationship. Yeah. And um, they have a rule that the that there's only one penis within that relationship, within the confines of who everyone dates. Yeah. But it's usually the girl can't see another guy, but she's free to see another girl. Yeah. People have a lot of different feelings about that rule. Mm-hmm. I think generally it's viewed as a negative thing. I would agree. Because it's like you're placing restrictions on one person in the relationship and you're also devaluing the same-sex relationship. Yeah. Being like, oh, I'm not jealous of you dating a girl because it doesn't matter as much or like because it's not real sex. But I won't allow you to have another guy because I feel insecure and I think that I should be the only guy for you. Yeah, that is like very much what I would agree with. In the sense of like how it's typically seen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Restrictions, as you said, double standards for sure. Totally. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, is my my relationship with a woman not seen as a threat because you just generally don't see that as meaningful? Yeah. I So I agree. I agree that that's like one side, right? Yeah, that's one side. It's one side. And then on the other side... I can see it being that I'm insecure about competing with the same sex, right? Right. And like, for example, I understand that I can't give you like what a woman gives you, right? Right. But like just as monogamy would go and say, like, I should be able to give you everything with the one penis policy, the guy is saying I should be able to give you everything a guy can give you. Yeah. And I see that side of it. Like, if there's, like, a guy and a girl and they're really, you know, together, but the girl is like, I'm bi and I want to experience stuff with women because you can't give me that. You'll never be able to give me that. But then the guy's like, yeah, totally, you should explore that, but I want to be the only guy... In your life. I totally see that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so negative. Yeah. I think it's just like, again, assuming the worst, but it's also like, it's just a real emotion of being intimidated by the same gender. Yeah. It's not like the guy is coercing the woman into doing it. Usually it's all consenting. The woman's like, yeah, you're the only guy for me. I'm just super happy that I get to experiment within this relationship. Mm-hmm. Again, going back even one more to um, like the negative point of view. Uh-huh. I think that's a negative point of view. Um, is that it's like giving the guy what he wants so that way it's like closer to a three-way, right? Like True. losing, like using both women to get a three-way. Totally. Yeah. So I understand. I fully understand. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, yeah. I, oh, you're bi? Like, I would love to have a three-way. Yeah. But 
then when the woman says, okay, yeah, so you and me and another guy, they're like, wait, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's not you at all, and, you know? No, I'm not exactly, like, I I haven't been in well place such a policy. Um, I'm, a, oh. I'm a fair and loyal leader. You're a cult leader? Well, yeah. You're getting uh, closer to cult leader because you're going to move in with these three women. Oh, dude. My God. That sounds like they're all partners. First of all, they're not. Uh, I have rules. I'm just kidding. This is one of my rules. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say? I might have a little bit more on the One Piece policy. You can go. I just like the name OPP. OPP. Is that o- the OPP? No, it's not. Oh, P-P-P. So, I think, like, the thing that... Peace. All right. All right, all right, sorry. Okay. Oh, well, the thing that I'm experiencing is, like, trying to keep that self-worth. Trying to, like... Yeah. You know, recognize that I offer something different. But, like, just self-worth is just really... Yeah. No one yeah. has your penis. Remember yeah. that. No one... That is for damn sure. Yep. Yep, yep. Some good things. Keeping that self-worth up? Yeah. No, I, I think that's it. I'm pretty solid. Yeah. Um, do we have any tips for how to calm the mind? Like just I'm like reminding yourself that you are worth it. You're worth it. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. I mean, again, we're, we're pretty awesome, Abby, right? Yeah. A lot of our friends are pretty fucking worth it. A lot of people are worth it, right? But yeah. there's a difference between like they're lucky to be with me as like there's a fine line of being arrogant and calm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like I forget my own self worth a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but then I think about my friends who I love so much and I'm just like I just think genuinely whoever is with them is so lucky. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I should probably think about myself that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we also put our partners that way, especially while being poly. It's like anyone that gets to date them is so lucky. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. You just really get reminded of how important they are. Yeah. Like I just asked a couple to hang out mm-hmm. today. Like this weekend, nice. and I got a little nervous. I was like, "It's just still weird putting yourself out there sometimes, mm-hmm. even though I know they like me." It's a hard thing to unlearn. Yeah, and I also texted them for Thanksgiving, being like, "Thankful for you know us and for the times we've had and the sexy, silly times <laughs> this year." <laughs> God, I love that. And they were like really sweet texting back and saying they were thankful they met me and that they've loved our memories over the past year. That's fun. That's sweet that they responded with that. Yeah. Like both individually. And so the girl today responded saying like, you know, they have certain 
things they're doing this weekend that they're so they might not be as free but she was like but i would love to make a time soon to hang out good so that was good reassurance yeah that is great reassurance again just like saying i can't but i want to yeah yeah i love that um yeah so all you therapy thoughts out there remember you're worth it you are uh amazing and unique and a special person that people are lucky to spend time with true true don't be cocky about it <laughs> yeah anyway anyway well, we got that point across yeah cool you want to wrap it up Abby? yeah this was a fucking good one yeah it was Thanks. all right all right well good night i love you good night love you too